0: Good afternoon, we have myself, Kyle, one Commissioner Champion to another, with Ross, making Ross moves. the boss, Corbett, what's up my man? What's up buddy, and so, what's up league? Yes, what's up league, so come, come li- you are looking live like Brent Musburger when he used to do the college games, <laughs> late on a Wednesday night here, we uh, had to get the pot in this week, because last week we were not able to, with schedules unfortunately, so barring that news let's go to last week's information uh or last week's league's matchup. the matchups from last week's of our league good lord this is a terrible start sorry everybody all right so just quickly going through the matchups i had lost to ryan or to brian uh by 20 um ross squeaked out a win versus jay by two points um, Squeaky clean, buddy squeaky clean getting that three dub win streak uh heather with a big bounce back win beating patty yeah um Zach pretty much getting handled pretty easily by Ryan, but Ryan's fantastic right now, so it's going to happen to most teams. And then you had a big win for John, knocking off Trevor's win streak um, and stopping at five. And- well, hello there, friends. You might notice that we did not talk about the Vaughn and Luke matchup from last week, and for whatever reason, I had poor audio and it sounded like Mickey Mouse. So, unfortunately, I had to cut the entire section out. But basically, what Ross and I said was it was a surprising upset. I know Vaughn was pretty upset about it, only putting up 67. But congratulations, Luke. You're officially cut from the first overall pick, so that must be nice. Anyway, fire up forever. Back to the show. Let's see. What trades do we have? Um, th- 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 okay, so I traded – okay, so uh, Ryan traded me LaVisca Chanel for five FAB dollars. That was one of the trades. So, I mean, it was just kind of a depth play, to be honest. I'll probably yeah, I think,
1: them. you know, now we're going to start seeing a lot of, like, these little trades where it's – you're getting through, you know, by week hell, you're getting through um, – kind of some minor tweaks to the roster here um so yeah i think i I was fine with that trade i think it you know
0: just a quick little
1: you know one person gets fab dollars the other person gets uh you know a a plug-in player
0: yep for sure um another trade that happened uh was this week as well we had tony pollard going to brian for cam acres and five fab dollars so it appears Trevor wants that potential keeper for Cam Akers, and Brian gets a potential maybe depth running back if anything happens to Zeke. Now he's got the handcuff, so it makes sense.
1: Yep, I think that was uh, interesting, you know, especially because Sean McVay's saying that, you know, anything's possible. Of course, it's coach speak, but um, the fact that they're not ruling out Cam Akers coming back if they go into the playoffs, and obviously they're going to the playoffs, so...
0: Yeah, that'd be a pretty amazing comeback for him because normally that's like a whole like year, At least cal- year calendar year. Yeah, yeah. So he must be like progressing well enough to where he they probably will use him situationally if he comes back in the playoffs. You know, I'm mean, um,
1: I'm I'm hoping this is more like a keeper for next year situation because I don't even if he progresses well, in ACL tear is just like players don't come back the same from that. You know, sort of rushing yeah. back in the same season.
0: Right. I don't know. I agree um so the game of the week we have Hold on. We, got,
1: we got one more trade here oh right? one more trade my bad i jumped the gun. what
0: was it last I it week on my phone. i traded uh with brian Taysom hill for five fab oh that's right yeah that was an interesting move i guess in my opinion again it's kind of a smaller deal probably a backup quarterback for you but um i'm assuming brian was going to cut him right
1: yeah i was kind of on this trend of you know any quarterbacks he was going to cut i'll give him some money for Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. but if he can return to you know that top ten value at the quarterback position he had last year, I'm I'll take you know that for five bucks all day.
0: Exactly. Um, no, I, I mean it's it's fine. I mean to to be honest, I mean like I said, we're coming down. The trade deadline is next week, by the way. For anyone that doesn't know, so all trades have to be in by the end of next week. So oh boy, the the Fab. There's not a lot of the the waivers are pretty picked clean at this point, unless there's a major injury. I mean, there's nothing really available to be honest. The Fab dollars are almost useless at this point. Like I said, unless a major injury happens or unless a breakout star occurs in the next two weeks, which I don't think will happen. So I, I, it's not – you know, early in the season, I would have been like, you know, it's a little early. But now it's like just get as much depth as you can going into the playoffs. It's all you can do. Um, so game of the week sure. was voted on. It was myself and you in the commissioner bowl. Four votes to uh, – I actually voted for John and Heather because I feel like that's a huge game for it. both of them. Basically, whoever wins still has a shot of the playoffs. Whenever it loses, it's not yeah. much done. And then Jay and Luke. Luke voted for, of course, his own game. Um, So, (laughs) I guess let's go down through the matchups. Actually, real quick, I'm sorry. We jumped the gun here. Let's go through the power ranks. So, after last week, no surprise, the biggest drop was Vaughn. He moved down three spots to sixth overall. Yeah. Um, That was big for him. You know, it's really – he's had a rough go the last couple weeks. Um, So – or last week specifically, so it was a big drop for him. I ended up moving up, even though I lost. So you know, in the College Football Playoff, I'm like hey, Alabama. <laughs> You've got a seven and two team, seven and two, and then I'm five and four three, and then roster actually below me at seven and two. The disrespect. So the computer well, likes me, I guess. But we're gonna find out this week, right?
1: I'm gonna continue this trend up until the uh, the championship round and win this league, and there I'll be go. the underdog every single week. You know, it's yep. fine.
0: He'll be Cincinnati. I'll be Cincinnati. Yep. You know? Um, and then looking at the, roster, the uh, roster strength trends, making the largest jump um, has actually been Ross. Ross, you were two weeks ago eighth, and now you're fourth. And no. I've stayed at two. Ryan is one. Brian three, and then um, it looks like Vaughn is fifth. Those are your top five. Okay, let's go on to the matchups. By the way, this new sleeper app update is sick as hell. How it shows you with flames. If you don't, it looks like only a three-game win streak. Yeah, I Luke... think you have to hit at least a three-game win streak, and then you get the Flames. So That's sick. I wonder if it's like a – no, I, was in... I wonder if it was like showing like ice or something, if it's a three-game losing streak, because like Jay's on a three-game losing streak. I mean, it'll probably come. I, I
1: love the fact that Sleeper – like minor stuff like this, you know. It's, it's
0: fantastic. so simple, but it's so effective. For sure, for sure. All right, let's go on to the first match for the week. We've got Jay and Luke. Um, Jay <laughs> smartly puts that bomb on his bench. We're going to get to him in just a second. Don't worry. I'm still <laughs> heated about that bullshit. Um, I feel bad for Jay because Matthew Stafford not only bit me in the ass for 10 fucking years, he decided to bite Jay in the ass. You leave Jay alone. He's a nice guy, okay? Because fucking Matthew Stafford. Anyway, so Ben Roethlisberger is an interesting play for Luke. I know he's playing the Lions. If he plays, he says he's questionable He missed practice. He'll play. I mean, they don't have a backup quarterback, so he'll play. Jay's playing Lamar, and I think it's pretty much the way to go from here on out. He's the number three quarterback, fourth overall Mm -hmm. player. Lamar is back to his old ways. I think there's no way you play Stafford unless Lamar's hurt on a bye week.
1: Yeah, and I would say, Jay, if you can just give Stafford to me for, like, five fab, that would
0: be fantastic. I'll take him off your hands. You don't want that clown, Ross. Um, anyway, <laughs> by the way, so real quick, just diving into that. So for anyone that didn't see it on the group chat, I had a fantastic Sunday night because that is exactly what he is. This is exactly what Stafford does. He beats the hell out of the shitty teams, and when he plays good teams, he looks like ass. All right? He looked horrible, and he just looked like himself. It's like I've seen this before for 10 years. It's ridiculous. I'm so glad that everybody got to see what he's like. And I'm not trying to be a Stafford hater, but I'll just come out and say it. I don't like him anymore. I'm just done with it. And the more he loses, mainly the more it helps the Lions, which is why I'm happy about it. But I'm mainly upset with him because everybody was like, oh, Detroit sucks, and the city's horrible. He's, oh, he's out of there. Ooh. When the guy – Literally couldn't help us win anymore. He cut loose. He's like, I'm out of here. Can't help you win. So I'm out. It's like, all right, thanks, bro, for your zero playoff wins. And anytime we needed you, you literally shit the bed. Like, I'm so, like, it literally, I had to listen to the national media the next day. Oh, is Stafford not as good as we thought? No shit. Why do you think we didn't win anything here? Like, I'm just, it's so ridiculous. So know.
1: playing oh. devil's advocate here. Um, uh-huh. uh, he's on an MVP caliber season. He was uh,
0: until yesterday, he, until he, Sunday. He,
1: he had one bad game out of uh, nine. So, uh,
0: Ross, Ross, he ain't gonna win the MVP. That's what he does against good teams, dude. He's gonna do this against Arizona. He's gonna do this. He's gonna do this again to another team when he plays them. I don't know. I don't know their schedule by heart. I know they play Arizona, obviously, being in that division. Any team that has a good pass rush, he's not mobile enough to get away. my. my this is my point. Stafford has always been talented, and he's always had a great arm. But when you need him most, he does what he did Sunday night. He had a top three all-time run defense in 2011 or 12, I think, whenever we lost to the Saints. He had the best receiver in the league and the number one D tackle. So does it sound familiar to what he had with the Rams? Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue. Now, I'm not saying Sue is as good as Donald, but I'm saying they were both number one D tackles at the time. Cup and Calvin. Calvin was better. Now, the secondary didn't have Jalen Ramsey, but it was still good. And he still lost. So it's not like he hasn't had this before. That's my whole point. And that's why I get frustrated with everybody like, oh, Stafford had no help. It's like, no, 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 he did. And when we needed him most, he sucked. It's just frustrating.
1: So uh, leave a comment in
0: the uh, comment section here. <laughs> sorry to add more. about 10 minutes onto the podcast. I said a hashtag because... Team Stafford, a hashtag no Team Stafford. No, I just. <sighs> He's a nice person, and he did a lot for the city. He's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. I just don't like him as a football player, and I want him to lose because I want the Lions to have a higher pick. I mean, I get that part, but I am so
1: off of the rest of your argument. It's not funny. It's not even
0: an argument. It's just pure emotional, like, hatred because I just am sick (laughs) and tired of everybody saying how shitty Detroit is and how awesome he is, and it just bothers me. Anyway, so he showed his true colors, and it was nice to see. Um, And going on to – and also, by the way, I feel bad for Jay because he totally screwed Jay over. If Jay played Lamar, he, he would have won. So, like, I feel bad for Jay for that, too. So,
1: Yeah, but at this point, you know,
0: not to speak for Jay, but does Jay start looking at, you know, selling the team here? Um, possibly. I mean, the trade deadline is a week away. So, you know, he's 2-7. Yeah. and seven. Um, Speaking of which, going into the running back matchups, we've got Josh Jacobs and Leonard Fournette versus Mike Davis and Carlos Hyde. I'm going to give mm. this to Jay. Yeah, I mean, the fact that playoff Lenny is, like,
1: regular season playoff Lenny, he's doing fantastic. He's very pick. good. That's a good complimentary piece mm-hmm. Uh, as the third overall pick in our league
0: this year. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, it's a uh...
1: – It is what it is. At this point, you know – I mean, he was hurt. It's
0: not like it. he's not talented. He's starting right. to become consistent, but he was hurt. You know, there's nothing you can do there. And who knew right. with the Raiders, the Raiders would be a train wreck in terms of, like, all the stuff that's happening off the field. Gruden, right, yeah then rugs and then Damon Arnett, dude, their second first-round pick from that year, gone. Like, it's crazy. Mm, that whole team's collapsing, so... Dude, I looked up their draft class. It was insane. The only player that is still playing on that team that is any good is Brian Yeah, he was yep. like a third-round pick. Everybody else was yep. either cut, traded, or is a bench player.
1: It's insane. Yeah, that's. I mean, but that's what you get when you got, you know, Mike Mayock and uh, Gruden that are taking these fourth round picks in the first round and, and you can't do that. Take your take your top guys and get out of the first round, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. Stop playing stop being cute with it, but
0: Yeah, the Raiders are something else, man. They um I don't know. They make the Lions look functional. It's kinda of crazy. Actually <laughs> uh, wide receivers, Van Jefferson, Julio Jones, and Hunter Renfro versus mm. Elijah Moore, Christian Kirk, and Callaway. I'm gonna give it to Jay as well. Even though I like Elijah Moore a lot, I think there's more potential on uh, Luke's side here. I would agree, but I think Jay's team's more like consistent in terms of what you Elijah Moore can put up. Let's see. Look at his last three week stats. He can put up 27, or he can put up 10, or the week before that he put up zero. So it's uh, interesting. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, but he's
1: also got the goat Mike White playing with him now. So.
0: That is true. <laughs> Zach yep. Wilson, who? Yeah. <laughs> That's a bum. All right, anyway, um, tight ends. Uh, Mark Andrews v. Hunter Henry. I'm doing it. It's Mark Andrews. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's probably – and the fact that he's got the stack here with Lamar, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Mark Andrews
0: as well. Yep, and James Conner.
1: Good afternoon. 40 mm.
0: points last week. Yeah, Oof. that was uh, that was wild. Yeah, how scared were you watching that?
1: Uh, I mean, every time he got the ball, I was like, "Please
0: just drop it." Like, like every or... time you got an update, you're like, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> yeah,
1: it was. But again,
0: squeak that thing out, and uh, seven and two,
1: a plus 2 So <laughs> a plus
0: two. Um, okay, so would you? Who are you giving it to? Well, first of all,
1: let's not disrespect uh, Jeremy McNichols here. He was, uh, you know, six yeah, he points had... last week. So yeah, he's
0: great. He's Adrian Peterson's backup.
1: Anyways, who do you have here? No, <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> I mean, it's you know. I think Luke rattled off a couple wins.
0: That win streak is, is uh, done. So yeah, I, I agree. I think Jay takes it pretty easily. Yep. Okay, moving on to another game that will take very, we won't take very long to evaluate is Brian versus Patrick. Um, Herbert v. Tannehill is probably going to be the closest matchup, closest positional matchup um, between them. I'm still going to talk- so? Yeah, I'm still giving it to Herbert because I really like Herbert a lot. And he fucked me last week. And well, Tannehill's okay. Um, but, you know, he's he's average. So I would give it to Herbert.
1: Oh, I mean, it's definitely Herbert. But I, I'm just concerned that, like, he was 16 points last week here. Without Derrick Henry, I don't think Tannehill's going to be Tannehill of
0: the, yeah, the last season here. Yeah, yeah, you know the problem? They don't throw the ball to their number one player, A.J. Brown. Actually, you know what? That is not true. I apologize. Sorry, I was like, you've been throwing it pretty consistently. Yeah. They, threw him, they threw a lot to him last week, but Stafford put like a hex on him because he dropped like six passes. I'm like, yeah. A.J., I literally need him every point I can get. Oh, okay, drop. And I'm like, come on, man. I love you. I won the title last year because of you. What are you doing? Yeah. like whatever. That was a humble flex, by the way. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, all right. So would you give it to Herbert as well, then? Yeah. All right. Running backs, we've got Zeke and Destroy and the newly acquired Javante Uh Williams going against Mark Ingram and Melvin Gordon. I hate Melvin Gordon. He's a good player, but he's just such a pain in my ass. Um, Now, I don't know if you've been following it
1: here, but Mark Ingram could be in for a much more bigger piece of the pie here this week. Uh, Elvin Kamara was kind of uh, injured, I guess, in...
0: Practice after last week's game. So really, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. Yep. I'd still give it to Brian.
1: Yeah, I think just overall the floor is higher for Javante and the ceiling's higher for Zeke. So, mm-hmm. yep,
0: I agree. Okay, um, wide receivers. I don't really think it's that close to be honest. Steve o. Samuel, Michael Pittman has turned into a fine player. Yeah, more than a fine player. He's been. Yeah, fantastic. he's been very very good. He's the number seven receiver right now. That's that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, and then McColl Hardman, Jalen Waddle, and K.J. Osborne. While they're all high upside home run swing players, I think Brian takes it easily. Yeah, I think PPR setting here
1: helps Waddle's case, but K.J. Osborne and Hardman, the fact that he's still in the NFL at this point is terrifying. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's Brian's side by a landslide.
0: Yep, for sure. Alright, tight end, Travis Kelsey. There's not really more to say. He's still the number one tight end, so yeah. i give it to Travis Kelsey. Jared Cook is fine, but he's not Travis Kelsey. And in the flex, we've got... I will also take Kelsey, just for those that are at home wondering. <laughs> right, yes, I'm sorry. I assumed you was. <laughs> My bad. Darrow Williams versus Jalen Rieger. I will give it to Daryl Williams. Jalen Rieger is just not that good. And until Clyde Frog comes back, Williams is the guy there, so... Interesting stat that I saw on
1: the the Twitter sphere earlier today about Jalen Rager. Uh, in his first game of his NFL career, he caught fifty like a fifty-five yard pass or like had fifty-five total yards receiving mm-hmm. in the first quarter of his first NFL game. Yeah, and he's never topped fifty-five yards. Oh my god! Total since then.
0: That's embarrassing. Fifty-five yards, really? Yeah.
1: That's that's what the Twitter sphere said. Yeah, well, his uh,
0: most, he had 53 against Dallas in Week 3, and that was the most he's had this year. 2020, I'm looking it up right now. 2020, you're right, he had 55 against Washington Week uh 1, then 41. Then he got hurt. When he came back, he had 16. Then 47, 52, 11, 34, 46, 49, 30, 15. He had one touchdown last year. He has two touchdowns this year. He's not a good player. And they passed on. Who, again? Didn't they pass on Justin Jefferson to take you? Yeah, earlier? they passed on him. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Man, you know, being a Philly fan must suck, even though you did just recently win a Super Bowl. But, wow, that would, that would sting like a bitch. So. Yep. Um Okay. So, I'm, so if Clyde Frog
1: doesn't play, I've heard that he's coming he's back to. to practice. He's not going no, to? No, he's not going to. And even okay, if well, he does, he I'm do.
0: not playing him because I've got a rule pretty much where if I've got enough depth, kind of like Kittle last week, which I should not uh-huh. played him. But I still wouldn't have um, – uh-huh. if they're on snap counts, I don't play them just because it's too risky, even if they're yep. – you know what I mean? So, I get I, that. I didn't play Kittle, and I actually would have won because of it if I played him and Mooney. But, I mean, you could say that about anybody. who if I would have known this, you know what I mean? Right. So, if is, I would have
1: played is. the perfect lineup each week, I would have won. Yeah, exactly.
0: be undefeated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to go Brian here pretty, pretty easily. Yep, it's Brian. All right, moving on down to arguably, in my opinion, the game I voted for for game of the week. John and Heather. You have a lot on the line this week for those two. Both four and five, eight and nine. So, because I know I play Heather at least once, and I don't know the rest of her schedule. I can't remember. I don't know how tough John's is, but regardless, you know, they're going to have to play at least one or two good playoff teams going out. So you're going to have to get this one, and then you're going to have to steal a game to at least get to, you know, to at least get to maybe – you know, six or seven wins might get in. I don't know. I think you're going to have to win eight games to get in this year, to be honest, but we'll see. Yeah, they're almost going to have to win out at this point. And, yeah. Um, I think John's
1: situation's a little bit nicer. Like, Heather losing Derrick Henry was brutal,
0: you know? Yeah, it was. And that that was a killer for her because that could have been a big trade piece. If she was to lose this week, she could deal Henry next week before the deadline for a Kingsman yeah. She still can for Kamara, because Kamara can't be kept, so if I was her, I'd trade him if she loses. There's no point in keeping him. Because you can't can't keep him again, right? Because she kept him in the first round, didn't she? Uh, I'm almost positive. So she can't – if you're not going to make the playoffs and you can't keep Kamara, you should trade him. There's no point in keeping him. This is my opinion. So, um, yeah, I just checked. Yeah, so out of the 14-game schedule, I would say, yes, you would need to at least get eight wins and go eight eight and six, if not nine and five, like – you're gonna to have to these John and Heather. I just don't know. I don't know if seven and seven get you there. You may mm-hmm. have to go. Eight, yeah, you know, you may have to go eight and six or nine and five. It's gonna be very interesting with these two teams. So yep. So quarterback matchup: Carson Wentz versus Kirk Cousins. Carson Wentz has been killing it the last two weeks. Yeah, and he plays Jacksonville, and Kirk Cousins has done pretty well the last two weeks. So I'm actually gonna give it to Carson still. I think Indy's starting to find themselves in Jacksonville's not very good. So I'm giving it to Carson Wentz.
1: Boy, I don't
0: know because Kirk has been pretty decent as well, but wait a second. I just realized he has Russell Wilson on IR. Russell Wilson's projected to play. Is he coming back? Russell Wilson, a full participant oh, in, in practice. practice as head coach Pete Carroll said, you wouldn't know he had finger surgery, obviously. Oh, that's mad. All right. So um... Russell's coming back. All right, I'm giving it to Russell Wilson. John's got a top three quarterback again. That's huge. Yeah, it's got. If we're playing that game, it's got to be Russ. Yep. So it's Russell. Then knowing Johnny, play him obviously. All right. Yeah. Uh, running backs: Naheem Hines and Elvin Kamara. Boy, if Kamara's banged up, and Hines is meh. At, well, actually, 20 points last week. He I had apologize. a 20 burger. Yeah. I yeah, but before it. that, he had two, three, six, one. Like he had one good game. You know what I mean? So until I see it again, I can't trust him. You've got Delvin yeah, but, Cook. Go
1: ahead. I was- I was just going to say, if for some reason uh, Russell Wilson doesn't play and John goes with Carson, he's going to have to throw it to Hines here. That that could be interesting.
0: True, true. Um, Delvin Cook and James Robinson, who's questionable, did not practice. Yeah. The knee. I, this is a tough. I'm going to give this a wash. I don't, especially with the domestic violence thing going on with Delvin Cook right now. We don't even know if he's going to be suspended or if he'll have to get on an exempt list. Or I, I don't know. I doubt that if they haven't done anything with Deshaun Watson, they're not doing anything with Delvin Cook from a year ago. Like, I, True. But that the NFL is stupid. It makes no sense on their decision. So who really knows what Roger Bell's is going to do? They literally find um, – uh, what's his name? Uh, the receiver, um, Isaiah McKenzie from Buffalo, $14,000 for not wearing a mask one time because um, he wasn't vaccinated. Mm. Aaron Rodgers is a dick, lies about not wearing a mask the entire preseason. The entire regular season gets caught and gets fined 14 grand. There was our article NFL executives are pissed about that. The NFL is so lenient with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I'm so sick and tired of it. I mean, you got to protect your cash cows, you know? Yeah. But the point is, is Aaron Rodgers isn't vaccinated, which is his choice. I I don't really care. People do anymore. I decided to get it. That's fine. People don't want to get it. I don't really care. The point is, whether you got it or not, there are different protocols. The NFL PA collectively bargained the rules. So the NFL and the NFL PA collectively bargained and agreed on the rule set. Aaron Rodgers decides to be above everybody else, which is probably why his family hates him because he's an asshole. Decides <laughs> to not follow the fucking rules. And instead of the NFL making an example out of him and blistering his ass and the Packers and charging them a pick and all this other stuff, they charge the Packers three hundred grand and they charge Aaron Rodgers fourteen grand. Do you realize that's like five dollars to me and you like that's you know what I mean? I know you know so, that, but like it's just ridiculous.
1: On today's episode of "I Hate Current and Former NFC North Quarterbacks," no, but
0: everyone hates Aaron. Who likes Aaron Rodgers? Honestly,
1: um, I mean, I'm I'm partial to him, I guess. I
0: oh, Ross, his, I... his
1: family doesn't even like him. It's okay to hate him. Oh,
0: I'm not his family. I don't care. Like <laughs> I'm not uh... his family.
1: I just want to see good football. He provides good football, so not if it's that in that team, ugly just...
0: green and yellow hideous uniform. All right. Anyway, moving on. You're going to give me all fired. I'll up, take
1: uh, John's <laughs> running back. Here is my my point.
0: Sounds good. Uh, wide receivers. We've got Deontay Big Dick Johnson, Robert mm. Woods, and Jarvis Landry, who should be the number one guy now that that cancer Odell Beckham is gone. In Cleveland. What a joke. Yeah, that's <sighs> that guy's a clown, bro. You hear that he's uh apparently.
1: Well, he's caught between I think the Saints and the Patriots now. What? Those are
0: the two teams.
1: Yeah, the like, teams
0: without an elite quarterback. He's an idiot.
1: <laughs> well, I think I think he wants the the
0: Packers, but they, from what I hear, they're offering him just the league minimum. And Good. I don't know. He's, a, you, he's an idiot. He's gonna come in and just ruin your culture. That's all he I, does, bro. I don't know. We'll see. Hey Ross, how much do you like Odell? Right before the uh, playoff game, he's on a party boat in Miami. The guy is a clown, man. Oh, I, I I've never been crazy about him, but yeah, I mean he's incredibly um, talented, but he's just a cuckoo. Yeah, I just don't no. fit to tell you. Um, so anyway, and then receivers Thielen, Lockett, and Sanders. I'm gonna give this to oh boy. Well, because Lockett's value goes way up if Russell plays this week. Um, I'm giving it to John. Yeah, I'm giving it to John. It's it's
1: John. But I don't
0: hate Heather's receiver. No, I think of course not. It's Deontay lost. Johnson.
1: Um, he's gonna get a bump up this week because I think Chase Claypool. There's a chance he won't play. So with Juju out, with Chase out, it could be the Deontay Johnson show.
0: It could be, could be, it could be. Tyler Detroit, exactly. Tyler Higby versus Ricky Seals Jones. I'm going mm. with Tyler Higby here. Yeah, I think just as far as like more opportunities to take as well for sure. Flex, Kenyon Drake, Brandon Bolden. Uh, Brandon Bolden for John, Kenyon Drake for Heather. Guess Ross, what do you think about this?
1: Um, I like what I see out of Drake. Um, I think Bolden is interesting, just given the fact that uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris are potentially out this week. Um, so it could be a volume play there, but I just don't know. I think Cleveland's going to bring their best foot forward here if Nick Chubb's out. So, uh, God, I don't know. This is kind of a wash for me, even though the point uh, projections are viewed in favor of Brandon Bolden. But
0: I'm yeah, I would agree. It's was. kind of a wash. Yeah, I, I could see this kind of going either way. Okay. So who do you have getting the win and um, keeping their season alive, basically? I think I
1: think they're going to hate it because I think they have a mind to start selling and maximizing their value for next season. But I think John wins this week,
0: and he's got to keep playing. Yeah, I'm actually going with John as well, I think, yeah. with Russ coming back. Yeah. Heather's injuries. I don't think she can overcome it this year. You know, she's nope. always put out quality teams, but I think um, this is she needs to make her first trades in the season. That's my opinion, and uh, it would really yeah, help her next year. To really start
1: making moves next year. Yeah,
0: for sure. Okay, um, moving on to the next matchup. We've got the Roommate Bowl. Ryan and Vaughn. So, Dak Prescott versus Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. So, Dak saved his week last week by just putting up, you know, stat Pat for numbers Yeah. Um, in the last quarter and a half. Yes, that was a shot of Matthew Stafford. Anyway, <laughs> and then Patrick Mahomes, who... You you suck, you jackass. <laughs> it was an amazing nickname. Dude, the Chiefs are broken. What is going on? Dude, I, I've been saying it.
1: Like, they... That offense... Uh, I was reading an article about... The defense that I think Buffalo had employed against them, um, or deployed rather, um, and it's like a some sort of like hybrid cover two that they're doing, where like it, they're taking away Tyreek Hill on these like deep routes, and then hmm. they're kind of like allowing Travis Kelsey to like sit in the middle like he does. Yeah, but. Other than that, like they're really just taking away this big play potential from the offense and they you know, they don't have the running game like they were accustomed to. They don't have this big play passing game anymore. The defense is basically like a kitchen sinker, it's leaking pretty hard. Oh, it's so. it's bad. Oh it's um, bad. <laughs> you know, Mahomes brother, uh Jackson Mahomes. That is, guy
0: is the only guy I know in the NFL who makes Aaron Rodgers look like a saint. He you is know, an, an asshole. He's up on TikTok and all the
1: time. Like the whole thing falling apart. So. Dude,
0: Patrick Mahomes' brother is an asshole. <laughs> At least from what I've seen. I don't know. Maybe don't he's a nice he guy is. in person. He probably is, but. But <laughs> he doesn't seem like it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm giving it to Dak. Until Patrick Mahomes can prove to me he's Patrick Mahomes of old, I'm giving it to Dak against Atlanta. Especially against Atlanta. I think that's. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely Dak for me. So. But by the way, Vaughn's name this week of definitely losing to Ryan is pretty funny. Yeah. Running backs: Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler versus Miles Gaskin, Devonta Freeman. It's not even close. I'm giving it to Ryan by a country mile. I mean, yeah, it's so I have Miles Gaskin
1: in another league, and he, I mean, he's just such a mess. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> um, but Jonathan Taylor's on an absolute tear. Austin Eckler, um, although he's not better than Melvin Gordon, he is still an efficient running back. Yeah. So. Definitely Ryan's side here.
0: Okay. um, Wide receivers. Cooper, DJ Moore, Hollywood Brown versus Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Jamar Chase is on a bye.
1: Is it possible that DJ Moore is not usable at this point with uh,
0: Darnold going out? Dude, Sam Darnold sucks. Oh, I know, <laughs> I so but wrong. I'd Darnold. rather
1: have Darnold than P.J. Walker whoever's... I don't on. know,
0: Ross. They're both really bad. And <laughs> Darnold sucks. I would almost rather have, like, P.J. Walker at this point. I'm going to give the matchup in, in wide receivers to Ryan because I like Amari Cooper um, a lot, even though he's questionable. And Hollywood Brown is pretty good. So Hollywood like,
1: showed up this season.
0: Yeah, I'm giving it to Ryan. Especially oh, with Hopkins, still a little banged up. And I don't know what Jerry Judy is yet. You know, like, he... His last two weeks, he was in. He had seven and twelve. Like I don't know what to make of him yet. So, you know, boy, I this is such see...
1: a fun matchup, though. Like, yeah, it
0: is. Uh, I'm going to give it to Ryan for receivers, though. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna split the difference here. I'll go with Vaughn. Okay, sounds good. Tight ends: Darren Waller versus TJ Hawkinson. Um, yeah. Waller came back after being hurt. Had sixteen points. Hawkinson's last week was eighteen. So. Number four number six tight end, it's kind of a wash, but I'm giving it to Darren Waller because it might be a laser light show and they may have to pass the ball a lot if Mahomes turns into his old self, so I'm giving it to Waller. And I think it's going to be more efficient passing from Derek Carr to Waller than – you know, Jared Goff, I was He's, so... You think? That guy sucks.
1: Oh, my God. I was so, like, okay with, like, have him in there for a couple of years. Let him be the first I was fine with the
0: trade because you got an extra first. Yeah. They didn't want Jared Goff. They He's wanted so... the extra pick. He's done. He's Brad... absolutely toast. Brad Holmes knew that guy's washed. The, yeah. the Rams quit on him so bad that they're like, hey, you know that overrated bum that never won anything in Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you two first-round picks in our loser quarterback form. Okay, sounds good. Like, of course, then. Jared Goff was a throw-in. But, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I agree with you, Ross. I thought he would be, like, you know, maybe the 20th, 21st-ranked yeah. quarterback. Like, serviceable. You know, he'll win you two or three games. He'll keep you in games. He'll be a game manager. He's give me hor- P- he's Give me P.J. Horrible. Walker over uh, – Dude, he's, he's literally the 30 – I don't know if you care about pro football focus – I mean, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But mm-hmm. look, at quarterbacks, I do for the most part because I think they are pretty accurate. He's 32 of 32 eligible. He's the worst quarterback in NFL. He's horrible. Yeah,
1: I. and it's it's tough because DeAndre Swift is playing out of his mind this season. Dude, and, and he didn't even,
0: yeah, and he didn't even, even more points. There have been multiple games where I've been watching the games, right? I'm yeah. um, obviously us living in Detroit. We get all the games. He has been open on so many plays to the flat. And mm-hmm. so many like I would Swift should have like an extra twenty overall fantasy points at least over the last few weeks for misses from Goff. Like Swift is not coming back, bro. He's gonna hate it here. Him and Hawkinson are going to leave. There's no way they're gonna resign unless the Lions become amazing within two years. Yeah, that it's that whole situation's a mess, but Yeah, it's um, just brutal. Anyway, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off no, Yeah, Nope, you're good.
1: So back to the tight ends here. Definitely Waller's side for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, and then a flex is a good play for Vaughn. He's got Aaron Jones in his flex, which is a very good play. Even though he didn't and Devontae much...
1: Smith, though.
0: Devontae Smith, very good. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Aaron Jones. I think he bounces back. So.
1: um, Against Denver, yeah, I'm going to say Jones as well, but I like what Smith is doing.
0: Yep. Okay. Who do you have winning the matchup?
1: Um. <clears throat> One of these days, we'll talk about kickers and defense, but it is we used
0: to on previous podcasts, and we're like, this is dumb. Who knows what these what they're going to do?
1: <sighs> Who knows what any of these people are going to
0: do? But, it's true, yeah. Um, but nobody cares about kickers. So.
1: <laughs> that, that part's true. Um, boy, oh boy. I think...
0: Do, 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 I, think do. No, I think Vaughn <laughs> continues to sweat <laughs> just, it out. I think Ryan goes eating too oh gotcha yeah i'm going ryan and uh i love you vaughn but uh i think ryan wins and i think it's not very close just that vaughn's injuries are going to hurt him a little bit and then Mahomes not being himself so giving it to ryan by the way ryan is consistently proving he's the best team in the league like i think that that argument's done and over with Like it's, i think he has barn on the best roster right now according to health and the way they've been playing um
1: he Although like
0: two hundred more points than the team below him, I will say Pro Football
1: Focus does look at each of our records here in our league, and uh, so looking at Ryan's record, he is currently seven and two,
0: and one of those two losses was uh, your boy Ross here. So that's true, and they they loved you, know. you so much that even though you're both seven and two, they have, even with a tiebreaker, they have Ryan higher in the power rank. I wonder why that is. Well, that's uh, <laughs> let, him, just let him climb up there, and I will uh, knock him down. So it's literally like so much of this can be attributed back to the college football playoff, where like Michigan State beat Michigan, and then some way Michigan's ranked higher. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, um, so moving on to the next matchup, which would be Trevor and Zach. Another big matchup for both of these guys being five. Yeah. Um. So, Matt Ryan versus Josh Allen. Uh, I'm giving it to Trevor and Josh Allen. Yeah, I
1: think the
0: the Falcons as a whole are just falling apart here. They lost Ridley. They lost uh,
1: – that defense, again, is another leaky faucet there. Yep. Leaky faucet. It doesn't even have a faucet, bro. There's just water it's, it's out like, of the hole. It's just flooding <sighs> just out.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's definitely Josh Allen, especially against the Jets here. Yep. Okay, uh, running backs Daryl Henderson and Damian Harris – uh, versus Kenneth Gainwell and Devin Singletary, I'm going to give it to Trevor. If,
1: I mean, it's probably still Trevor regardless, but if Harris plays, who does he slap in there? Oh, he puts in uh, Mitchell and then does something with his flex here. Yeah, that
0: it's Trevor by a landslide here, yeah. Yep. Wide receivers. Corey Davis, Mike Evans, and Ayuk versus Mike Williams, Tyreek Hill, and Russell Gage. I would assume that Zach would put in Devontae Adams and McLaurin back in his lineup this week. Somehow, some way, he'd fit him in there. So I'm going to give it to Zach. Oh, yeah. Now we're back to the days of league. Zach having the number one. Yeah, he's got the number one wide receiver core in the league now. So, yeah, it's Zach. Um, Tight end. We've got Dallas Goddard versus Kyle Pitts. I really, really like Kyle Pitts. He's starting to come on. I I'm, I know I talked shit about him the whole year. I still think the pick itself was a bad pick, but he's starting to become pretty good. And as you said, Kelvin Ridley being out, I think Pitts will start to turn into a top-six tight end for fantasy. So I think I like Kyle Pitts here. Yeah, I've been
1: following Kyle Pitts, but, like, looking at, especially last week, he went three for seven, 62 yards. Seven yeah. targets, though, as a tight end. That's That's Kelsey numbers, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean... So he's been kind of up and down the last four weeks. So, four weeks ago he had twenty six, then he had twenty two, then he had three, then he had nine. So I mean he's kind of up and down, but he'll get you there. And no I'd rather
1: have a, I'd rather have a tight end that's getting
0: volume yeah, he, than yeah not exactly volume, so Ex- exactly. So flex play Elijah Mitchell versus again I assume Marvin Jones is not in there because I assume it would either be McLaurin or um, Devonte Adams. So I'm going with Zach.
1: Yeah, although I, I will say it's good to see, you know, Trevor put in all that fab money into getting Mitchell and then – You can actually he, use
0: him. Yeah, he's a decent player. He's decent, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, it's definitely Zach if, uh, he puts in, if he adjusts his lineup. Yep. Okay, so uh, went through this matchup pretty efficiently. Who do you <laughs> pick and why? Um, oh, boy. I
1: think it's Zach back to, like, his original formula at the start of the season – um, when he's full strength, you know, we're a full PPR league. He's got the best receiver core, you know, by a country mile. So mm-hmm. um, they're going to carry him to victory. I, oh God, I think, but just cause uh, I'm spicy, Trevor's going to win this week. I think overall his healing, or I'm sorry, his floor is higher even without the massive receivers.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm actually on with Trevor for a few reasons. Yeah. One, I don't like Kenneth Gainwell. I've seen it all year. I just can't trust him. Last Singletary, week, Last two weeks, he's had two and six, so it's kind of proving my point. Yeah. Singletary, I mean, is solid, I guess, but he's not He's not as good as Henderson. And if Damian Harris plays, he's better. The wide receivers, why, yes, Zach has the best wide receiver core in the league.
1: Uh-huh. That's
0: all he has in terms of his talent right now because his team's kind of banged up. Yeah. His running backs are pretty subpar, and his tight end's solid, especially with – um with uh, what's-his-name being gone, Zach Ertz, But like I said, I mean, Zach's always going to have great receivers and a good flex because of his wide receivers. But yep. the thing that hurts Zach this week especially, Matt Ryan, if he's dishing the rock a lot, a lot of the chances, like he just said, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. And that could hurt Zach because a lot of those catches are going to go to Kyle Pitts, and that's going to hurt Zach. So unless Matt Ryan gets throws all the touchdowns to everyone else but Kyle Pitts, I think Kyle Pitts will pretty much take away Matt Ryan's points.
1: So, Zach's going to be the biggest
0: Cordero Patterson fan this week. Yeah. Hey, Zach. Uh, you, yeah, hook up my boy Cordero. That'll be perfect. Yeah. So, I'm going with Trevor as well. Yep. Love it. All right. Um. Okay. On to the game of the week. Hey. So... This isn't biased at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. What, what do you mean? It's like... It's the game of the week is Austin. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Hey, (laughs) it was voted on by the league. Yeah. Gun to no one's head. So, starting out with the first controversy of the week, we've got Kyler Murray versus Derek Carr. I do not know if Kyler's going to play, and Justin Fields is on a bye. Oh, mama. All right. So, I know what I need to do is I need to pick up a receiver or a (laughs) quarterback. What I don't know is who I'm going to drop because I ain't dropping Justin Fields. He's starting no. to become what I thought he would be, and I'm keeping him next year. So there's no way in hell I'm dropping Justin Fields because there's no shot. There's probably a high chance I won't get him back through waivers. So well, What
1: is going on with Kyler? What's he hurt his ankle? ankle.
0: So oh, here's yeah. the recent oh. news Kyler Murray making progress with ankle sprain. Murray, who didn't practice, participated in Wednesday's walkthrough, said he'd making progress. Murray sustained the injury. Tiff Kingsbury said he doesn't have a feel for it yet, and he'll most likely be a game time decision. So it basically says if you own Kyler Murray, have a backup plan in place in case he doesn't play. So yeah. I have to put someone in. I don't know what to do. I'll figure it out. Um. All right. So let's assume Murray, you know, it doesn't matter. No one's going to hear this until the waiver's clear on anyway. I'm going, I put in a waiver claim for Baker Mayfield. So that's my backup plan is Baker. I like it. I mean I'm looking at the hold on. I'm looking at the um, available quarterbacks right now. I'm gonna pick up Baker. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He's on a waivers. <laughs> so Jacoby Brissett, no thank you. Taylor Heineke, no thank you. Now Baker's questionable. Foot injury isn't major. Mm. So Baker is gonna play. And then it's it's basically Baker, Teddy touchdown, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones. Like there's not a ton of options out there. So, I got to look tonight and see. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, meh. Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, maybe. So, that's kind of what I'm – but Baker kind of freaks me out. You know what I mean? Yeah, Baker, he's either like 12 All points right. or he's 25 points. Like, So, I hope Murray can go. But I'll probably have to go with Baker if he doesn't. Um. So, I'm going with Kyler. So, let's assume Kyler does play. Yeah, Ky- Kyler versus Derek Carr. I'll probably go Kyler because it's Kyler Murray. But, again, that ankle freaks me out.
1: I mean, if we're saying like a hobbled Kyler versus Derek Carr against Kansas City, I'm mm-hmm. going to say Derek Carr, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kyler was my bread and butter the first few weeks. And yeah. You know what I mean? He's starting to – Oh, boy, freaking me out. But what doesn't freak me out is my running backs. Good afternoon. Yeah. Nick Najee Harris. My God, do I love you. Versus DeAndre Swift. They play each other, which is fantastic. So get can watch both of them at the same oh, time. Oh, that would be fun, yeah. So Swift finally doesn't have an injury designation because he got healthy over the bye, which is great. So Najee Harris and DeAndre Swift versus Christian McCaffrey, please don't kill me, and Michael <laughs> Carter.
1: Now, bearing in mind, because I know we're looking at Michael Carter with yeah, the 12-point projection, uh, it sounds like Nick Chubb's going to be out, unfortunately. Um, but Michael Carter does get to play with Mike White again, so that's where his that's really kicked
0: in. True.
1: So realistically, here McCaffrey at full strength could probably easily outpace
0: both your running backs, but not combined. Um, but he would definitely outpace. In terms of Najee, is better than Swift because Najee is the fourth overall running back, yeah. and Swift is the ninth. Najee hasn't had his buy yet, though. But yeah, he has. And he's still fourth. God, he's amazing. So Najee and McCaffrey are probably going to cancel each other out. And then it pretty much comes down to who does better between Carter and Swift. And it's probably going to be Swift. Well, against guess Pittsburgh, though. Good lord. I'm giving it to me. If you had Chubb, I'd give it to you. Yeah, I think I agree with that. But I'm giving it to myself. Swift Boy, that'd be nurse. a fun matchup. Chubb that would be McCaffrey versus Harrison and Swift. Because I would argue that the, that's the best. Besides Ryan having um, Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. Yeah, His running back duo, mine with Harrison Swift, and yours with McCaffrey and Chubb are the top three duos in the league. It used to be Kamara and um, Henry, but Henry, Henry just yeah. died, and Kamara's hurt. So I would say it's the three of us right now. But, yep. yeah, yeah. I, would, I would give it to me for running backs. Um, wide receivers. My God, A.J. Brown is questionable again. He's limited. That's fine. He's going to play. Um, God, he freaks me out. Yeah. Cordero Patterson. Was the ultimate Swiss Army knife. It's funny because he has availability both running back and wide receiver. It's so unfair. I love it. He's basically a flex player, he can play anywhere but tight end and quarterback, right? Um, so Cordero, Justin Jefferson, and AJ Brown versus Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, and Keenan Allen. Can you say good afternoon to the wide so, receiver matchup?
1: The funny thing is, Cooper Cup had like a down week and literally went 11 for 95 without a touchdown. Like, man, he's crazy, dude. He's on such a tear, it's ridiculous. He's the
0: number one overall player right now in fantasy. So yeah,
1: that thanks uh Derrick Henry for you know stepping (laughs) on the game.
0: Um Um, where where
1: do you even go with this? Because Metcalf gets a boost if uh Russ plays. Keenan Allen's doing better now than Mike Williams is doing like worse, I think.
0: Um but your guys it here's the thing with my guys. A.J. Brown can be amazing, like 32 and 27. Uh-huh. And then he continued last week at 9. Justin Jefferson can, be, Jefferson can be fantastic where he'll get 28 points. And then the very next week he'll get 9 and 4. So my guys are much higher boomer bust right now. Cordero is the seventh overall. They have him at a running back. But, uh-huh. I mean, he's consistently putting up like 20, I think, is his average a week. So Cordero's my most consistent player. But, it doesn't matter. I would still give it to your position group because DK and Cup are fantastic. And Keenan Allen hasn't been normally as good as he usually is, but he's starting to become good now. Well, and he's I, a strong wide receiver too right now. That's okay. exactly what I mean, yeah. And Cor- no. Cordero, Cordero's only in a wide receiver because he has the availability. If I had to play a wide receiver, I'd be playing uh, Corlin Sutton. But I can't trust uh-huh. him anymore because he's had below 10 the last two weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm going to say it's it's in favor
1: of me, I think, just for upside potential, but um, – or, I mean, not upside potential, but,
0: like, higher floor, but I think your ceiling's higher. Yeah. No, I, I – I, I, see, I don't even agree with that. I think my floor is lower and your ceiling's higher. I really don't trust my right receivers this week because A.J. Brown, without Derrick Henry, they know that they can't run the ball as much. So, they're yeah, like basically – have. Uh... What's yeah. Face? Uh, Mark on Lattimore on him. So Fantastic. He had that space alien, Jalen Ramsey, on him last That's week. He's so alien. good. Dude, he's so good, man. I, he literally – Jalen Ramsey can be 10 yards away from a receiver, and then you blink, and he's like, sup, right dog. There. And it's like, where the hell did you come from? Yeah. He's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? I'm going to take that ball from you. Wait, wait, wait no. I need – no. And it's like, <laughs> wait, why? He's really good. Um, I would give it to you with wide right receivers. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to me as well. So tight end, we've got Zach Ertz and Mike Giusecki. Oh, this could be interesting with Kyler. Exactly. Well, Mike Giusecki is playing Baltimore, who's given up the second most points to tight ends in fantasy this entire season. And he's the number three tight end in the league right now. And Zach Ertz has been playing okay, but he's not the same without Kyler. So um, I'm going to give it to me for a tight end. I agree. I think
1: Especially if Kyler doesn't play. Ertz is probably unusable. But
0: Right. I mean, he's not unusable, but he's not a great he's tight end. In, yeah. yeah. yep. In the flex play, now my luxury gets to kick in. Now that my guys mm-hmm. are starting to get healthy. Hello, George Kittle.
1: Two tight so, ends set. Here we go.
0: Yep. I'm running the old Patty special, but now I got two legit tight ends to do it. So, George Kittle, who had 20 points last week on a snap count. I'm excited to see what he does against the Rams, Jacksonville, Minnesota, and Seattle in those next four games. Yeah. Let's it. go. Versus Rashad, master debater Bateman. <laughs> um, Rashad Bateman's an interesting fella. He has, since coming back from injury, he's had three quality games, two quality games, and one okay game. Mm-hmm. I would give it to Kittle because it's George Kittle on Monday night against the Rams. So they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot. So,
1: yeah, I like I like the idea that Bateman is getting such a massive
0: target share in that offense.
1: Right. Um, it's just you know. He had one great game, and then it's kind of been like, okay, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas Kittle, he comes back and immediately says, hey, I'm,
0: I'm here, guys. Let's, uh, let's do this. You know, It's so, time to party. <laughs> it's time to party. So, so I, here's the interesting thing. If you're looking at the projected points for the week, you and I, well, Ryan is the most projected at 168 because Ryan's team's fantastic. <laughs> but you and I are the two other highest projected teams and we're playing each other. So it's definitely yeah. a match for the week. It's a big game for you because you can keep the win streak going and go to eight and two, and you're pretty much a lock in the playoffs at that point. I would okay. say because you're going to at least get one. I mean, I don't see you losing five straight or whatever, right? So, or four straight or whatever it is after this, or three. What? How many games left? We have left. I think it's three. Duh. Yeah, I don't see you losing the next three games. So my point is, is if you were to go, um, you know, eight and two, I think you'd be fine. For me, it's huge. Because I have to win this game. Because next week I have Trevor, who yeah, is a good team. The week after that I have Zach. The week after that I have Heather. And then I play Luke week fourteen. So Luke's hopefully an easy win. But the next three weeks there are no don't cakewalk. So I really need to get a dub this week. So it's huge for me. And I think I'm going to pull it out. I think if you don't have Nick Chubb and if Kyler doesn't play, I can hobble together a quarterback to match Derek Carr. Still not sold on Derek Carr. I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> And I think I get the win here. Um, uh, the sad part is I
1: want Kyler to play just as much as you do. I think, just because of hurt. But
0: if he's healthy, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that <laughs> boy. I don't know. Having Chubb out really sucks. It does. Um, I hate not having a Chub. Yeah, I always a chub want a Chub t- as well. Um, <laughs> but here's the
1: thing: is ultimately, I am. The I've been the underdog literally all season, and I'm seven and two, regardless of what Brian's little power rankings say, um, because <laughs> oh. I am the fantasy champion, and I'm going to win this year. So,
0: um, uh.
1: Kyle, you will be five and five when I'm done. Oh, that with would you. suck.
0: So, that would be hurtful. That would be hurtful. I would not like that, Ross. Please don't. <laughs>